We have the story about my friend who's in the restaurant business uh, who came in and uh, had a PPP loan application that we approved at Triumph Bank. He told us that, that when he left was that he was going to do one of two things when he walked out. He was either going to go tell his employees that they uh, were going to stay open and he was going to be able to pay the payroll or he's going to shut the restaurant down. And so when you hear a story like that, it says, wow, we really helped somebody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Driven By Podcast, and I'm Sam Coates. This podcast started on a whim in the summer of 2020, right in the middle of the COVID pandemic, where I was all in on knowing the deeper drivers behind why my guests were passionate about the work they're building and its impact to society today. Since that time, this podcast has led me to serve corporations, private families, and nonprofit organizations with locations all over the United States and other parts of the world. It's a privilege for me to interview men and women that are all in on what they're building, what they've been through, what they're learning, and its impact to society today. For more information about this podcast, please go to drivenbypodcast.com and be on the lookout where I have a new website dropping soon for the corporate and private work I do. Before we get going, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Hey, everybody. Before we get started, I want to tell you about the sponsor for this week's episode. AB Jets is a great story and great company. I'm not exactly flying around on private jets during this stage of my life, but if I were, I'd be calling AB Jets. They're one of the safest private air companies in the world. AB Jets has received the prestigious Argus Platinum rating the last eight consecutive years, which goes to less than 5% of operators in the world. AB Jets is one of the largest Lear 60 jet companies in the United States with nonstop access to most destinations around the U.S. Efficient, clean, and easy to work with, AB Jets is an experience that gets you where you need to go on time and with no hassle. Go to abjets.com for more information and book your trip today or call them at 888-520-JETS. That's J E. T-S. My guest today is Will Chase. This is the second time Will is on this podcast. I've heard great feedback about his episode number 62, so check it out. This episode will be different and much shorter, and I'm looking forward to it. Full disclosure, I was hired to produce work for this venture in this interview, but I was not hired to release it here on my podcast. That was my choice because Will knows a thing or two about entrepreneurship and the changing landscape of banking across the USA. Will is underway raising funds to recapitalize a community bank and take it to new heights. I'm releasing this episode because it speaks to the changing landscape of banking. In 1990, there were just under 14,000 community banks in the USA. And as of June 2020, there were just over 4,200. This is a great episode that covers why the movement of capital changes when community banks are gobbled up. How do you build a bank of service first while leveraging modern and innovative technology? What's the pride as an investor of a community bank when you're connected to that community and why this matters, plus much more. Please enjoy this week's episode with Will Chase. Will, great to see you. Glad to be seen. What's the consequence for a city if community banks continue to fade away like they have? Well, what happens is 
that the decisions that have to do with uh, loans, which is where the capital primarily comes from lots of times for economic development purposes, is not available. And the way that jobs are created in a city or a country is by someone making an investment, which then causes an economic enterprise, which allows people to then to hire people, and that's how they get wealthy. So in our free market capitalistic system, in America, we have a cool deal. There are more ideas that people have for making money than they have money themselves. So that's partly sometimes where the commercial banking system comes in, and that's part. That's where the capital comes from to do new businesses, build new buildings, houses, whatever it is. Are you concerned about Memphis? No, I love Memphis. Memphis is on is on a great trajectory. The issue that you have in terms of banking, however, is that we've lost five local banks to uh, out-of-town purchasers. And so then what happens is the decisions regarding uh, which loans are made and where the capital is allocated generally moves out to uh, the headquarters of an out-of-state entity. So you're concerned because people's connections to the communities that they're in and not being from that specific city like Memphis, that's the problem. Uh, it is. And so the one of the, the great things about community banking is w- the people that uh, are doing the development, lots of times they're your neighbors, they're your friends, and you know them and you understand the market in the city and the need for certain projects and which ones you think will make it and which ones won't. So it'll, based on this local market knowledge, uh, you have a, a more keen insight into the community and therefore can make generally a lot better decisions uh, about which projects are viable or not. So you're saying people get overlooked? Uh, they can they can be overlooked that sometimes because especially in a, a size, let's say, of, of Memphis, is it might not be a market that's large enough for a really large bank to pay very much attention to. What's the difference with this opportunity versus starting one from scratch? Like you did last time. Well, uh, the econo- number one, the economics of starting a bank from scratch just don't work today. Uh, it takes too long to earn back the money that you burn uh, while you're getting it up and going and get it started. So all we need to do is to insert the capital that we're trying to raise right now. That that will be used solely uh, to grow the bank, and therefore it's a, it's an easier thing to make work from an economic standpoint. What's the fun part, let's say, to a man or woman in this community that has the same values, care for customers, for helping people start their businesses, buy their homes? What would be fun for them to jump in on this? Uh, The ability to uh, take some amount of capital, uh, see it grow, and then fill the void that's getting ready to take place because the largest Memphis-based bank is being purchased by an out-of-state entity. So based on that, there could be a, a very long and very wide runway to really continue to be a viable force uh, in financing in Memphis for a long number of years into the future. So you're saying there's an abundance of opportunity. That is correct. If a community bank like yours doesn't happen or those needs don't get met, what happens? Well, what will happen is uh, eventually over time, uh, I've been involved in the sale of five different banks. And what happens is is that the attention... Uh, to the community uh, for larger companies continues to dwindle, partly sometimes because they're on to their next acquisition. And unless they are deeply, deeply rooted in a community, uh, it's just a part of its time and attention. A part of it is they think they can get a higher return somewhere else. 
What are the consequences to the rest of the United States with the continued acquisition and decline with community banks? Oh, well, to extrapolate it out is that there used to be 14,000 or so community banks back in 1980. There are only 4,000 today. Uh, the economy is seven times the size that it was during that same time period. So the economy has had a massive increase, while at the same time, the number of community banks has decreased. And so you continue to have this, this concentration of economic uh, capital in terms of larger and larger institutions. And if they just say, we don't want to lend money in a particular place because we don't think we can get much of a return, then they don't. How do you build a growth bank where you make it a priority to make sure that anyone involved doesn't take their foot off the gas and they keep these things at the forefront? Well, I think what you do is you look for a group of people that are wired that way to begin with. A part of of something that I've been very, very honored to be involved in in other community banks, primarily Triumph Bank in the past, has been the ability to hire a great group of people whose daily concern is say, what can I do to help the customer today? And the customer uh, is everything. They pay all the bills. They pay the salaries. They pay the operating expenses. and And that money also provides the return that the investors receive on the money they invest into the business in the first place. So based on that, it's just finding people who have the right attitude uh, and the right desire to figure out how to, to get the deal done that the customer needs done. It can be so very small sometimes. Sometimes it's just that I have a problem with a, a $50 deposit. And they want to be able, the customer wants a fast resolution, they want to be able to pick up the phone, go on the internet, have whatever the methodology and the delivery system is. But lots of times they want to talk to a person who understands them, knows them, and they want to get their problem resolved as quickly as they can. And that's what community banking is about, is solving practical problems that customers have every single day in a fast and friendly way. Hey, everybody. We're going to take a quick pause here from the show and hear a word from one of our sponsors. After that, we'll get back to the show. Do you want to make efficient use with your time now more than ever? traveling hassle-free is harder to find. AB Jets is one of the safest private air companies in the world with impeccable service with nonstop access to most destinations around the USA. AB Jets has received the prestigious Argus Platinum rating the last eight consecutive years, which goes to less than 5% of operators in the world. Bypass the hassle and get an AB Jets jet card that gets you 10 or 25 hour flight options that makes your experience hassle-free. AB Jets carries up to eight passengers and is one of the largest Lear 60 operators in the US. Go to abjets.com for more information or call them at 888-520-JETS, that's J-E-T-S, to travel on your own terms. Curious if you can unpack that more, the digital revolution, so to speak, and how banks are continuing to, or the ones that can afford it, adopt technology and drive mm-hmm. it. There's no secret there. But at the same time, when you have an issue, trying to deal with that issue with the bank where they're not structured in a way to provide that personal service. Mm-hmm. What are your own principles for the intersection of technology and leveraging it, but then also having that human experience? Well, uh, technology is great. We're going to build a, a new and improved technology platform. It's kind of like going hunting. You know, the job of the dogs is to find the birds, but you don't give the gun to the dog. 
So at the end of the day, what you try to do is to have people that can answer the questions and are available to do so. Uh, and the technology is, 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 is just, it's just a tool. Uh, it's not something that in and of itself uh, makes uh, the makes things go better, but it, it's it, it's a tool that the banker uses to help the customer to help themselves. And if they can't help themselves because they have a question, then pick up the phone and call somebody. Send a text, whatever it is. Are you in a position to have competitive technology, given that you're a community bank? Oh yes, you can do that. We we will have a very very vibrant brand new technology platform uh, that will be built on top of the existing one. When you think about the investors and stakeholders that you were connected to with the most recent bank you had. What's the joy of putting your own capital into a community bank like this that you know should have a track record, but that also it's specific to that community? Uh, well, the the first of all, they'll be able to help their city because the when they put the capital in in the banking business, we can leverage the amount of money that we therefore lend. So if an investor puts in $1,000, we can turn that into $12,000 of, of loans. So there's a leverage aspect that happens in banking that's very unique for our industry. The second thing is they'll make a really good return on their money over an extended period of time. Community banks have a history of being able to take in capital and with the right management and right employees grow uh, the capital base and continue to grow it and multiply it through compound interest for an extended period of time. Is there a story when you think about maybe 08 or think about the COVID pandemic of a company or a family business that you know you personally or your bank personally help keep that business in operation? Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, the, we have the story about my friend who's in the restaurant business uh, who came in and uh, had a PPP loan application that we approved at Triumph Bank. But he told us that, that when he left was that he was going to do one of two things when he walked out. He was either going to go tell his employees that they uh, were going to stay open and he was going to be able to pay the payroll or he's going to shut the restaurant down. And so when you hear a story like that, it says, wow, we really helped somebody. Do good bankers have to feel something like that to keep it the customer at the forefront? I think what you have to feel is you have to have the idea that serving others is what you're about. It's not about yourself. It's about them. And so you have to have, have to hire people who are willing to put themselves to the side sometimes, think about the customer, put them first. And then the way that the business works, if you have one satisfied customer, you can keep them for life and they'll tell all their friends because they'll be very happy about what happened. Let's fast forward five years from now with what we're talking about today. What will be happening to where you know that this has been a success in the community? Well, we'll we probably will have reached a certain uh, asset size and a certain level of profitability. We will have a vibrant and growing customer base and almost really maybe even more importantly, will have trained a very, very strong group of bankers who can therefore in the future learn how we do it and have done it successfully uh, for a 60-year combined period of time, plus train them so they can take our place uh, and then continue that allow the bank to continue on for uh, as long as people want it, want it to continue on. So what you're saying is it's more than just a bank. You're bringing capital to community in a city that you love, you're helping train the next generation of bankers, and you're helping people get the money they need for their businesses, for their families to thrive in society today. 
correct, and the investors can make some money in the meantime. It, it, it all fits in together. Thanks. Thank you. It's been fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Driven By Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review. Please subscribe to the show. And you can follow me on social, on Twitter and Instagram to join me for future episodes of the Driven By Podcast. Hope you have a great week and see you next time.